CEOs, CFOs, and executives from top hospitals and health systems are gathering at this exclusive world-class event to address the most pressing issues in healthcare today. Becker's 11th annual CEO and CFO Roundtable is taking place in Chicago this November and will feature more than 400 elite provider speakers and over 1,000 hospital and health system C-suite and VP attendees. And good news, healthcare providers have a chance of receiving complimentary registration as a reviewer. If you're interested, you can apply at the website in the description. Welcome everyone to the Becker's Healthcare podcast series. I'm Mariah Muhammad, she, her pronouns with Becker's Healthcare. I'm thrilled to have with me today, Dr. Anuj Vora, Medical Director of Emergency Services in the Northwest region of Hartford Healthcare. Doctor, it's so nice to talk with you today. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Mariah. Glad to be here today and thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, to begin, would you mind please introducing yourself and telling us a bit about your background? Sure. So I've been the chair and medical director of Charlotte Hungerford Hospital for the past three and a half years. Um, I'm the medical director for the Northwest region, also overseeing a freestanding ED. I've been practicing for over 18 years now in emergency medicine. Uh, I've gotten to some great opportunities in my career to open up a residency program and run large emergency departments. And I uh, just you know, feel very privileged to be where I am today. Yeah, absolutely. And congratulations on 18 years. That is amazing. Um, and with all that experience, I'm sure you're very familiar with grow growing a, an organization and growing a program. For you, what is your growth strategy for the next year or two? You know, so much has changed since I graduated from residency. You know, back then it was all about getting the hospitals to fill up with beds and get admissions to those revenues for the facilities to now really focus on outpatient and reducing inpatient volume. Our facilities are typically quite full and pouring into the emergency department. Um, so some focuses we have are reducing length of stays and more importantly, increasing outpatient access to healthcare. You know, we see so many specialty services that have three to six month waits and primary care doctors that can't get patients in. So we're actively trying to expand those practices for primary care, especially and uh, specialty care as well. Uh, we're really trying to drive great medicine and healthcare to outpatient services versus inpatient services. Absolutely, thank you so much for that. And can you tell us uh, about the most exciting and impactful initiative or project you're currently working on right now? Sure, so my two facilities are in the Northwest region of Connecticut and they're borderline rural facilities. Um, we don't have any trauma facilities very close to us. And actually, the state of Connecticut, where we live, uh, does not have any level four trauma facilities. So I'm currently working on um, developing our site as the first level four trauma center in the state of Connecticut and hoping that other places will um, then be able to use that as a stepping stone to enhance their care delivery model for patients to, uh, affected by trauma that may not have quick access to a level one or level two facility. So I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, absolutely. That is definitely an important initiative you're working on right now. Um, and before I let you go, doctor, the last thing that I want to ask you is, for you, what is the most important thing healthcare executives should do now to make sure their organizations are successful in the, in the short-term or long-term future? You know, coming out of this great resignation that we've just uh, dealt with and continue to struggle with, 
I think healthcare organizations have to do their best to retain the great providers and, and nurses and staff and facilities that we have right now and get overly creative in ways that we can expand upon what we have over the next few years to really looking at a, about a five to 10 year horizon. Uh, some of the things we're doing is not only partnering with medical schools and nursing schools and starting net nursing graduate programs, we're also going to local high schools uh, for children that may not necessarily want to go to college yet to get them ingrained into a hospital. Could, could be doing cook work or security services or janitorial work, just something to get their feet wet, even if it's not clinical health care. And from there, people often get interested and, and get motivated and empowered to stay in health care, maybe go back to school for, you know, for something in a nursing or medical, and we actually do tuition reimbursement uh, for those people that are with us full time. So we're trying to find young, motivated individuals that will help us build a better future, especially in times like now where the workforce has been significantly diminished. So I think what's key is just looking to the future um, by looking at our kids right now to help us build. Wonderful. Thank you so much for those final thoughts, doctor. This has been an amazing discussion. I really want to thank you for coming on Becker's Healthcare to talk about all of this. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Fantastic. Thank you for having me. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks. To help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way, Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Mm -hmm.